I'm assuming, since I haven't said a word, that was all for Beth, and she deserves it, as do her colleagues, as does Andy Karsner. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for an illuminating message. No energy shortage there, is there? Andy said, I thought a little apologetically, he came to us from Washington, where wind has been an export for a long, long time before we began making electricity out of it. It reminded me, honestly, of a story I hadn't thought of in a long time, but they tell it in Washington. There's a Washington grade school where the children, a lot of politicians go, and the teacher, after some lecture, uh, asked the daydreamer in the first seat uh, a question about the assignment, and the kid said, um, uh, teacher, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. She went to the kid behind who said, I heard the question, but I didn't understand it. She went to the next kid who said, I understood the question, but honestly, I don't know the answer. She got to the senator's kid in the back seat, and he said, Madam teacher, permit me to associate myself with the remarks of all my distinguished colleagues. <laughs> so I'd like to be associated, Andy, with your remarks, Beth, with yours, and I could probably stop there and uh, get you onto your breakout sessions uh, as, well, as well informed as, as you'll be in a few minutes. But I can't resist the opportunity to, uh, to associate myself with the energy, the human energy and that is uh, so manifest in this room, to say welcome to the fastest growing wind state, welcome to the fastest growing biofuel state in America, um, and uh, uh, congratulations on something like a doubled attendance from last year's uh, meeting. That's a growth rate that we can associate with in the state of Indiana, and we look forward to its repetition. To our guests from elsewhere, um, welcome. Please spend liberally. We don't, but you should. I want to talk to you just a little bit about Indiana's view of alternative energy in all its forms, specifically the most exciting area in which we're convened here today, and searching for a, a term to capture our outlook and our uh, perspective, I settled on a um, term like enthusiastic realism, or maybe I should say bridled enthusiasm. But I want to put all the emphasis on the enthusiastic part and express the rest only as asterisks, as, as, uh, as caveats around the edges of what is clearly a tremendously important and vital and promising development for our nation and specifically for our state. We are truly enthusiastic in Indiana about our potential now being um, made real uh, all around us. If you were to look at the department, which is the host of this meeting, at their materials, their website, you would find a very explicit, articulated energy strategy, which we worked on for quite some time. It embraces alternative energy in every form. It sets out, as, as uh, Andy, who clearly as a guy who does his own work, said, uh, to make certain that Indiana and Hoosiers are contributing first of all, to our own prosperity by being a much greater producer of energy, and secondly, to the national quest for 
uh, greater independence, uh, which is uh, absolutely an imperative, as we all know. Uh, what this means is that uh, if uh, there uh, should ever be uh, resistance, concern, opposition to the to the rollout, to the development of new energy, alternative energy sources in this state, you will find the state administration on the side of progress. We have, um, uh, I think, experienced as a state uh, almost none of the problems which, frankly, mystify me when I read about them elsewhere, but um, which uh, nonetheless have impeded the growth of these essential new forms in far too many cases. We're not going to let that happen here. We tried without success, but we will try again to pass the nation's best bill to ease uh, and speed the necessary transmission facilities, to uh, create one-stop shopping for siting of new transmission lines and cost recovery uh, assurances for those who put them there. We're for a renewable portfolio standard at a reasonable level and are in hot pursuit of that. Secondly, uh, we intend to take a backseat to no place, to no state, in the aggressive pursuit of the jobs which these new green energy forms will make possible. We are so honored that the great company of Bravini has come to the Muncie area to make the gearboxes for wind turbines and that its associated company VAT behind it. And today, uh, members of our Economic Development Corporation a team are in Europe in very serious conversations with one of the biggest names in wind power who sees, as I want every person in this room to see, there is no better place in America, perhaps on the planet, to manufacture the necessary equipment to make this dream real. Uh, that's uh, true for several reasons. And uh, I hope it doesn't misuse this opportunity to share a few of these with you. When I look down the list of the people who have come here, who have, who have uh, uh, produced this twofold increase in attendance, I, I just simply cannot pass the chance uh, to deliver a paid commercial announcement on behalf of the state of Indiana. One reason we're the best place to produce wind power components um, is that we're the best place to manufacture anything. We set out, uh, we uh, said several years ago, to build the best sandbox in America, the best overall business climate possible, so that people of ingenuity, people with the courage to take risks, people in pursuit of dreams like the ones that give rise to this meeting, uh, might find this the most congenial place anywhere. We made an awful lot of changes, and we've seen some real results. And. Um, uh, let's just see if the technology is up to my sharing a few very quickly. Forbes magazine finds us now far and away the lowest cost environment in the country. This has been the, uh, in the Midwest and one of the top five in the country. This has been really the defining characteristic of everything we've done. To, to lower not only the cost of taxation and power, um, but also the cost of transportation through superior infrastructure the frictional or transactional costs of regulation. We have the second or third best litigation climate in the country by any measure. And this is, uh, this is the output of all those efforts. I guess that's not the right button. Part of low cost is low taxes. We work on this all the time. We believe a free people ought to be taxed as lightly as possible, consistent with the need for uh, essential public services 
And um, we have lowered the rate of taxation dramatically in Indiana while others are raising it, as I'll make mention in a second. We have a triple-A bond rating for the first time in state history while other states are being downgraded. Means the cost of borrowing, which could be associated, of course, with local development that supports wind power, is lower here than anywhere else in America. And then by every measure, and I'll just show you a few, um, Indiana is now a superior place, really the only place outside the Sun Belt that falls in the first rank in terms of overall business attractiveness. So this is Site Selection Magazine, fifth best and most improved. This is CNBC, most improved state for business, third nationally for overall friendliness. All these were first in the Midwest. This is chief executive, a survey of chief executives of the country done annually by uh, their magazine. This is the, one of the nation's leading site selectors listing its annual uh, ranking of the best states for business, and the pattern is very consistent. And I can't resist closing by pointing out that we, are, we believe we're in the process of widening the deltas, the differentials, the gaps between Indiana and other places. Um, with, uh, although it'll be a daily uh, endeavor to make certain that we uh, uh, keep our fiscal house in order at the state level, maintain vital services uh, without raising taxes, we think we're up to the challenge and other states uh, um, I'm a sad but not completely sad to report are having uh, difficulty staying on that map. Uh, appreciate your indulging that, but I don't get a shot at uh, world and national business leaders quite this good all the time. Let me make a couple other points about why we expect to be a full participant, I hope a leadership participant, in the new industries that will surround wind power and other alternative energy forms. Our location, someone already made mention, uh, this is heavy stuff. The cost of transportation is not trivial. Why anyone very long would import things of this size and weight from a great distance from Europe or anywhere else uh, is a mystery to me. And we are out to build a business case that will be enormously appealing, uh, not only on the macroeconomic criteria I just talked about, but consider our location, our ease of access to um, uh, really uh, uh, most of the places in America where wind power can be productively uh, generated. Uh, consider that we are the number one steel production state and that the raw materials to your plant in Indiana will travel a short, not a lengthy uh, distance. So I hope you can see that our excitement our determination as Hoosiers to be the, the home, really, uh, I hope a premier home for this industry is, uh, is uh, nearly boundless, but I emphasize nearly. Let me just speak for a few moments, because I think we must, um, uh, as mature decision makers, about the realism that has to, I think, inform our approach to this whole subject. Uh, here in Indiana, we uh, often uh, are motivated by the heart, but we always engage the head, too. Our strategy for uh, energy in this state is an all-of-the-above strategy. We believe that the, uh, participants in wind energy or other alternative for, uh, forms are not in competition with the traditional sources of energy or their 
clean and modern uh, iterations, but are in absolute um, symbiotic relationship. As a state, frankly, as a nation, we have to be committed to pro-growth strategies. Or as Andy pointed out, we can't pay for the debts we have now, let alone the investments we want to make in the future. And uh, in, you are sitting in the most energy-intensive state in America, the most manufacturing-intensive state in America. That is to say, manufacturing jobs over total, dollars of capital investment over total, uh, higher here than anywhere else. We are proud of that. We're, we're acting to diversify our economy and succeeding in great measure, but we, I hope we never lose our standing, our status, as a major manufacturing state. And what does that mean? That we, we will need energy in increasing amounts. Purdue, uh, the official forecasters, tell us that uh, in the next six years we'll need a minimum of six gigawatts more. My goal is to make this problem worse. That, that projection is based on growth forecasts that are, to me, unacceptably small. And we are out every day trying to, as I've illustrated, build the kind of climate and then go recruit the kind of businesses that consume and need a lot of energy because they are producing high-value-added products. And so we expect to need every megawatt that wind power can bring to this state and that other sources can bring likewise. Wind can be so key. I'm just so thrilled when I go down the list. I count. Uh, somewhere between three and five gigawatts already of projects either in being, on the way, or under very serious discussion. And I know that list is going to grow and grow. And there can be, as far as I'm concerned, the sky's the limit. But we also expect to be a tremendous location for the green jobs that feed that industry, as I said. But recognizing that just as wind cannot be a complete answer, to the needs of tomorrow on the energy side of the equation, the input side. Neither can green jobs, as excited as we are, replace person for person, dollar of income for dollar of income, the jobs of today, the jobs we will need tomorrow, if we as Hoosiers intend to be, and we do, a state of greater prosperity than in the past. These things are not in tension with each other. They are not in conflict with each other. Those of you who will be producing uh, power from wind or perhaps other alternative sources in our state will need customers who need it, and need it in larger quantities, not smaller. And uh, therefore, uh, let, we are resolved as a state. I hope national policy will, will uh, follow their very same track to the most pro-growth uh, policies possible that make this make the demand for energy as, uh, as uh, challenging as it can be, and thereby open the opportunity doors for uh, providers of every kind. We do take polite exception as, as, as a state, or as a state administration, to many of the proposals that are there today with regard to the, uh, the issue of uh, a warmer, potentially warmer climate. The cap-and-trade program, uh, with apologies to any of its proponents in the, uh, in the auditorium today, uh, we believe the one on offer now is very poor public policy and, and a deadly, deadly threat 
to our dreams for a better Indiana. It won't solve the problem if the problem is uh, as described. It will not solve the problem. And in the meantime, it will undo much of the good that we have tried to do. If the cost of energy goes way up in this state, there will be fewer customers for the windmills you hope to build. That's not a good outcome. And particularly not when it's all being done uh, in a fashion that will not achieve its own stated goals. So I appeal to the friends of wind energy and the friends of new forms of energy, all new forms, to embrace with us a pro-growth strategy that encourages business of all kinds, that tries to lower the barriers, the obstacles, the costs to the businesses that will be your future customers. Indiana needs the income that will come from that. America needs the, the prosperity and the income growth that will come from that. And it is that market power, which Andy referred to, which will unlock and explode the opportunities for the businesses uh, that are present here today. So if I were to sum up Indiana's outlook toward wind energy, uh, it would, uh, I would think of it as yes, but, of course, and also, absolutely, so long as. Uh, I don't think there's a more exciting topic, and therefore a more exciting room, uh, that I'll be in this year. I hope you, I, and suspect that you feel the same, and that that's what drew you here today. I hope that uh, those of you who are from our state are a little bit proud. I hope that those of you who are visitors to our state are a little bit intrigued that this meeting is being held in a great environment for business, a great environment and location for the business of wind energy, and a place with unmatched possibilities for the customers and for the demand which will make all your businesses fabulously successful as they sell wind power in the future. I look forward to being with you next year uh, in a room twice as large once again. Thank you very much.